Springfield's Talk 104.1. I am Nick Reed. We've got a first alert forecast. Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunshine today, high of 69. We've got clear skies overnight tonight, 48, 73 tomorrow. It's going to feel a bit chilly in the morning with a, a high of, uh, or wind chill factor rather, of around 45 or so. Uh, let's see, what are we, Thursday? So tomorrow we do, we've got our Friday Road Show, sponsored by our friends at Affordable Towing. And then, of course, we are going to be, once again, at 10 a.m., ksgf.com. You're going to have access to another Ozarks for Less $50 gift certificate to Suntan City for only $25. Make a notation of that. Of course, if you do have that KSGF app, uh, with notifications on, then you will get a no- notification for that, as well as whatever the KSGF Godfather's Pizza deal is for Friday evening. And, of course, they do deliver from their four area stores, Ozark, Nixa Battlefield, and, of course, Springfield. It's Thursday, which means we have Author of the Week, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone. Also, Christy Fulnecki will be joining us in the 7 o'clock hour The president is expected to address the nation. Yes. Generally speaking, when a president addresses the nation, as he is expected to do, 7 o'clock our time tonight, uh, it is to really give a sense of um, security. It's supposed to make us all feel better. You know, a president recognizes uh, or his advisors recognize there's some uncertainty out there, and so uh, there needs to be this voice of certainty, a voice of security that makes uncertain Americans and perhaps people throughout the world as we find ourselves further entangled in international issues uh, go, you know what, I feel a little bit better now after that individual spoke, that leadership, that strength. I'm not really sure. If I were gambling, if I were gambling, I would bet that that's not going to be the outcome. There are increased attempts to essentially hold hostage by the Biden administration any funding for Israel unless Republicans agree to con- you know, the continuation of blank checks being written to Ukraine. This is not an uncommon tactic that oftentimes gets used, particularly when it comes to domestic spending. You want something to go through, the opposition doesn't, and so you say, well, I'm not going to let through your spending unless you allow my spending. And the Biden administration, this incessant need to continue to give Zelensky any money unchecked he wants, no matter what. Having the American people continue time and time and time and time again to just open up. And as you know, all to, hey, I'm all right with funding, but a little accountability here. We want to make sure that that money, that funding, those weapons are staying exactly where it is. We're being told that they stay, that they're going to stay, and they're being used against the people and by the people we're told they're going to be used against and by. Not in the hands of, you know, people like the folks of Hamas, which we're learning evidently North Korea, according to new reports, 
has been supplying weapons to Hamas. All of these bad players in the world, that, that maniacal, crazed, dangerous president, Donald Trump, had on a leash, had behaving in a manner that they had not before, are all coming together and forming this club, helping one another. In fact, North Korea, according to new reports, in addition to helping fund Hamas with weapons, is once again sending an envoy to Russia to further solidify the ties between North Korea and Russia. I thank goodness we have the brilliant minds of the Biden administration on top of all of this in order to make sure that we don't have this sort of world chaos that we, of course, were told was going to occur with Donald Trump as president of the United States. There was a storming of the Capitol yesterday. There was a speech given by a sob squad member riling people up prior to left-wing activists who are supporters of the efforts by Hamas. And in their support, they are carrying the propaganda of ceasefire, ceasefire, ceasefire. This is the the consistent MO of a terrorist organization like Hamas. You move in, you make your massive surprise attack, and then whenever you come in harm's way, there is a potential that you may end up losing ground because of retaliation by Israel, then you start screaming for a ceasefire. You start talking about the children. You start uh, just putting out their propaganda that you know Outlets like the New York Times and MSNBC and all these others are going to run with. And then we see, as a result, increased riots across the world. Embassies, an attempt to underrun or overrun those as we are seeing the U.S. Embassy in Lebanon come under increased attack. And the, the, the calls for restraint, and this, it's all, this is part of the offense. This is the terrorist offensive measures. These are not defensive measures, though they, they are presented that way. They're simply one. Who doesn't want the fighting to stop? But it's not, it is a temporary stop in order to help them long term destroy all the Jews. It is part of their strategic approach. And so what we saw yesterday in the Capitol were hundreds of individuals that were an instrumental part in Hamas's attempt to eliminate the Jews. That, we, this cannot be underestimated. While so many people want to simply portray it as, well, I mean, we have protests, protests occur. That's not simply what this is. This is, this propaganda has been successfully used by terrorist organizations for some time, particularly against the Jews, specifically in Israel. What occurred in the Capitol yesterday was not uh, just anti-war people. That, that's not what this is. That's how they're presented. 
They're presented as individuals that all they want are peace. This is an instrumental component by the terrorists to succeed in eliminating the Jews. This is a very, very, very important component to their war. So these efforts, these protests are benefiting the terrorists. Frankly, without them, organizations like Hamas in all likelihood would not even exist. Prior to this, you, uh, there are a number of squad members, sob squad members, Corey Bush being one of them, once again making Missouri proud in the St. Louis area, gold star for those voters, standing behind the pro-Hamas propagandist who stormed the Capitol. I heard the Fox News is just interesting, the, the characterization. They found their way into the Capitol. <laughs> it's much different imagery, isn't it? There was vandalism, by the way, spray painting areas of the Capitol. There were pro-Israeli uh, is signs from one member of Congress's office that were destroyed. You had prior to this, whipping the crowd into a frenzy, Congresswoman Tlaib, uh, 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 Shalit Tlaib. Outside railing on Biden for his position here. And she did not, best to my recollection, ask them to peacefully make their way to the Capitol. There was no request for them to peacefully have their voices heard. I'm sure at any moment we'll have an FBI's most wanted list put out there. We will have the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, holding a press conference demanding that all of these individuals be held accountable because no one is above the law. I know it's farcical to think such things, isn't it? More coming up. I'm Nick Reed, Springfield's Talk 1041. A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs, whether they're big, they're small, everything in between, and custom mufflering. This is something that used to actually be part of their name years and years ago because they do custom mufflering, whether it's the custom mufflering itself or it is working on customized mufflers. Uh, but in time, they realized that many people thought that that was really primarily that was what they were the best at when, in fact, they are experts in all areas of car care. And so that's when they decide, hey, we should change our name up a little bit so people have an understanding that we aren't just muffler experts. We're experts when it comes to car care. Uh, but with that, of course, sometimes people may forget that they do specialize in mufflers. So if you are somebody that has any sort of specialized muffler, then definitely A1 Custom Car Care. And, of course, again, all of those car care needs for you with their area locations you can find under KSGF. Dot com. Don't forget tomorrow, Friday, we will be broadcasting live from Scramblers, Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Doing. Uh, so 300 were arrested. In fact, I could play some of the audio for you so you get a sense of what was occurring with the pro-Hamas protesters inside the Capitol. Now, not just in a rotunda area uh, in which you had these individuals, uh, but also 
there were there was a Senate hearing, one in particular, in which protesters made their way in. And some of the footage, uh, by the way, uh, you see these left-wing protesters, they are violently struggling with police officers. Violently struggling with them, putting their lives in danger. Now, best of my knowledge, Capitol Police has not murdered any of these individuals who are unarmed. We have not had that occur yet. The Ashley Babbitt scenario that occurred on January 6th, uh, she was there, much like these protesters were, protesting. Um, And just like with uh, January 6th, these protesters yesterday, there was vandalism, violence towards law enforcement. Now, we'll be told why it's different, of course. But one of the differences we do know is that Capitol Hill police did not shoot and kill any of these unarmed left-wing protesters as they did the veteran Ashley Babbitt. Some of the audio from the storming of the Capitol uh, yesterday afternoon. continued on for some time. There was also a Senate hearing, and they were trying to conduct official government business. As you know, one of the reasons that so many of the people, including those who were waived in by law enforcement on January 6th, are sitting in prison today is because they interrupted the function of government. And that's what some of these protesters did yesterday during a hearing. Again, what what must be noted here, this is not some pro-peace event. Some of these individuals may very well have gotten roped into this as useful idiots, believing that's what they're actually doing. But this is, these individuals are funded by left-wing organizations. These are people that are part of organizations that are funded by people who fund political activism. One of the organizations, uh, the uh, Jewish, uh, is it Jewish Voices for Peace? This is one of the organizations that there, I think there were two that are being identified as being there. Uh, Noam Chomsky, uh, extreme left-wing activist and professor, is a co-founder of the organization. So, so, uh, th- this is a these are political individuals in a political context and that's important again because none of this was about the protesting for peace this is the instrument of Hamas this is their marketing this is their propaganda they are acting whether they know it or not on behalf of the terrorists Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican Georgia, has demanded that 
The Capitol Police preserve all video footage and have called for an investigation. Treat this just like January 6th. What I imagine the left is going to do, of course, because they'll rationalize it, and they can't flat out say, well, no, they're left-wingers. They're part of our team, so we're going to be okay with what they're doing. Sure, they, and there were over 300 arrested, but we're going to see the prosecution non-existent. They may pay a fine, like left-wingers, who have always infiltrated the Capitol, whether it was because of Supreme Court justice nomination proceedings or any other left-wing uh, activist reason that they may have had, they, they get like a $50 fine. Not 22 years in prison, of course. We'll be told that this is different, see, because the insurrectionists were trying to overthrow the government. But yeah, that's what they were trying to They were trying to overthrow the government, which, of course, is completely absurd. Whereas the left-wing protesters, they were simply exercising their First Amendment right to encourage peace. But this isn't about peace. It is about promoting, supporting, and offering comfort and aid to the enemy. This is direct aid to the enemy, not financial perhaps, but right now, the weapon that is being used by Hamas is to try and convince the world community to put pressure on Israel to stop their defense, to stop going after Hamas, to decide not to go into Gaza so that Hamas can regroup for the purposes of once again destroying Israel and killing all the Jews. These, incidentally, Hamas is an organization of people. These are terrorists that want us gone just as much as the 9-11 hijackers did. These are as much enemies to the United States as anyone is an enemy to the United States. When you juxtapose the motivation between the two, January 6th, these are people, say what you want, how misguided you may believe that they were, these were individuals that just loved this, you know, January 6th, were people who loved the country. And they felt as if the presidential election, based off the evidence that was, was seen during the numerous inconsistencies of vote counts and so forth, even if you want to blame Trump and say Trump, Trump is responsible because he convinced them the election was stolen. These are individuals on January 6th who were motivated by a love of the country and a desire to have fair elections. Remember, the left is the one who claims the reason that they fully acknowledge that these people who stormed the Capitol genuinely believe the election was stolen because Trump brainwashed them to believe that. So their motivation was for the good of the country. These people, it's for the good of Hamas. By the way, how long did it take Joe Biden to issue a statement telling them to leave the Capitol. Isn't this one of the reasons that we were told Trump was guilty of inciting an insurrection, the fact that he took hours or however long it was before he issued a tweet 
telling people, hey, don't do this. Remember that? That was one of the lines of, of persecution of Trump. Why did he wait so long? How long did it take Biden? Unless I'm missing it, I'm really not aware of him coming out and making any statements against these individuals. I suppose that makes him responsible for it. Am I correct? If Trump was partially responsible for January 6th, or solely responsible, because among other things, he did not tell right-wingers that they should get out of the Capitol immediately, like immediately tell them that, that he waited, the fact that Biden never did that with left-wing activists, is he then not responsible? Now, we know the answer, of course. No, he's not responsible because he's a Democrat. And these left-wingers who are there on behalf of Hamas, they are actively there supporting and giving aid to terrorism, will be told that that is okay. I mean, it may not be totally okay. It may require a $50 fine, maybe some community service, but it pales in comparison to some American who just loves the country so deeply that they were angry at the idea and wanted their voices heard regarding the fairness of elections. Understand that mindset. These are, some of these people are members of Congress. These are the people that occupy the White House. Where everything ranks in terms of bad to good. And understand, you, you look at the way that our Department of Justice, oh, I should say Biden's Department of Justice, is going to approach prosecution of people who infiltrated the Capitol on behalf of Hamas versus Americans who infiltrated the Capitol on behalf of a desire for fair elections. And in that observation, you will get a sense as to the priorities of these individuals. How dark their thoughts are about Americans that don't support them because they will rank in terms of what they consider to be evil above those who are out there promoting Hamas. I don't believe that most Americans, even those who understand that this administration has been funding the terrorism and that this administration has found itself in a difficult place because those who support Hamas happen to be Democrats and Democrat activists, even those who recognize that still may not fully comprehend the implications of that. What's the situation here? He said he's calling for help because he has okay. no idea. We need to reset the board. That's what we need to do. He okay. won't listen to me. Okay. So we, um, uh, I guess it's good news for, I, I don't know, content-wise for you guys. We, we have this uh, incredible knack here, I've noticed, uh, where anytime something gets upgraded for an improvement, it makes things worse, at least temporarily. And uh, this morning, no exception. Evidently, there was some reset or an upgrade. And so the component of the system that puts the things over the air, other than me, the bumper music, the commercials, and so forth, 
uh, is not it, it, it runs, but you all aren't hearing it. So uh, I'm just going to keep talking. That's well, I'm really I'm impressed with you. You've go, been going like 29 minutes now. You, now. Sh- you shouldn't really be that surprised because how You got ba- enough show prep over ba- there? I always got enough show prep. What are you talking <laughs> about? I, you, you, how often is it that I go to commercials late? Oh, okay. What are we holding for? Hello? Oh, she's talking to our engineer there. Okay. Uh, well, tomorrow, let's, let me see. As I mentioned, we do have our Friday Roadshow, of course, which is sponsored by affordable towing and i'm looking at my calendar to see all right so we will have uh the characters or at least one usually it's it's anthony character sometimes alex is there as well uh but uh, anthony with i want a great home loan.com uh, i'll mention though many of you already know this for a couple of years and we've been in the loop on this don He's doubled the characters uh, in the the transfer over, and that is over time um, getting his his sons Alex and Anthony up to speed and capable to carry on things as well, if not better than as one in, one character he was able to do with I Want a Great Home Loan And so officially, I think it was in August. Alex had actually sent out two. Cl- you would have gotten the email if you've ever utilized I Want a Great Home Loan um, I, you know, actually utilized it for home loan purposes and, and their services letting you know that, yeah, he did officially tire and retire in August. We still see him at scramblers on Fridays, but, uh, when you do have any of those home loan questions, uh, and if you do have any and you like, ah, I don't know if I want to call, I, I don't, you know, you just aren't a phone person, but you happen to be, or you want to come by scramblers, have breakfast with us as we broadcast live tomorrow, uh, usually between eight and eight fifteen. Um, when he's there, uh, that's when you can catch Anthony, and tomorrow should be one of those days. And, of course, for all your home loan needs, they are easy to get in touch with, to communicate with. Their contact info is at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com because you do. All right, so in addition to uh, physical violence against law enforcement, vandalism to the Capitol, disrupting the official business of government by interrupting uh, committee hearings, blocking off exit ways, shutting down elevators. This is much of what we saw yesterday with the left-wing protesters in the Capitol. Isn't it remarkable? And this is some other point that needs to be noted. Even the left knows. They clearly know that there's a dual justice system because we are living in a country where over the last several months there have been numerous people who did exactly what they're doing that have been sentenced to 12, 15, 22 years in prison. If you knew that carrying out a certain action, a protest in a certain way, in a certain uh, building, could land you in prison for a couple of decades, would you do it? Odds are no, you would not. Yet they all do it, and we all know why. Because they know that they are left-wingers, they're not Republicans, they're not Trump supporters, so they are going to not suffer any of those consequences. They know they're not. That's why they're so brazen in it. And this is what has become of this country under the rulership of the Democrat Party with Biden in the White House. It is a dual justice system that despite the attempts, 
by the Biden administration to claim that there's absolutely no dual justice system. Look at how everyone's be everyone knows it. The left wingers know it. That's why they have absolutely no fear whatsoever. Vandalizing the Capitol. They have no fear whatsoever. Attempting to shut down official government business. They have no fear whatsoever. Tearing down pro-Israeli signs that are private property of members of Congress. This is why one of the sob squads have no fear whatsoever. Riling the crowd up beforehand outside the Capitol. Continuing to spread the disinformation that the Israelis are going in and blowing up hospitals and killing kids. That they're occupiers. That Gaza is some open-air prison and these individuals are trapped because of the evil Jews. They're watching a president, a former president, and the challenger to the current president of the United States facing prison time. Because of January 6th. Despite the fact that he's not even being charged with insurrection or inciting an insurrection but for not really believing what it is that he says he believes, and that is that the election was stolen. And yet here you you would think if we had a justice system in which everyone believed and recognized that it was an equal justice system, then no member of Congress would dare stand up and whip people, activists, into a frenzy that then go into the Capitol and protest and commit acts of vandalism. And they'd think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be next. She knows she's not. She, she knows that she has nothing to fear because she's a Democrat. Dual justice of system. Rashida Tlaib wasn't the only squad member acting as the propaganda wing for the terrorist organization Hamas. Representative Ayanna Presley, a Democrat in Massachusetts, took to Twitter to express solidarity with the insurrectionists. Claiming, of course, that they were just trying to save lives, see? They're noble. Cory Bush of Missouri, who, like Tlaib, has also taken a blame-the-victim approach towards Israel despite the documented atrocities Hamas has committed against Israeli civilians, including cutting the heads off infants. She also stood shoulder to shoulder with the propagandist for Hamas. Again, making Missouri just as proud as proud can possibly be. You probably have heard the proportionality argument, and this is one that oftentimes comes up anytime Israel gets attacked by terrorist organizations and then Israel fights back and basically the argument, well, it's not fair because they're better at it. They're stronger at it. Now, mind you, Hamas has had logistical and financial support from Iran, from the United States, from apparently North Korea. The Taliban has offered assistance. I mean, just all over the place. This support has come about. But that, of course, doesn't stop the left, who are 
you know, again, trying to get this ceasefire for Hamas, saying, well, there needs to be a proportional response. And there was someone I heard in an interview, and they were so right on that and they were, I think they were uh, from England, noting if we're really good, we really want proportionality. So that means that the that the Israelis should go door to door and rape women and drag them into the streets. That That's what you're okay with? That's what you're arguing they should do? You're arguing they should light babies on fire and, and cut their heads off in front of family members? That's proportionality. How much sense does that make? All right, so uh, Biden's expected to make a pitch tonight. Before we talk to that, what's the latest here? Okay, so um, we're going to, as I mentioned earlier, um, having some technical issues that uh, is allowing nothing to occur on air other than me talking. In order to remedy that, we are I'm going to stop talking for a moment, and there's some sort of reset that is going to take place. So if you can just bear with us, stand by. At the very least, I should be back, and perhaps we'll have bumper music and messages from our advertisers and so forth. So, as they used to say, please stand by. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. We have Chrissy Fulnecki coming up in the upcoming hour. We will, we're going to, here in a moment, get some more of our advertising messages in uh, because the first half hour was almost like Glenn Beck. You know, he, he goes that first hour, and I think he, he does a live, maybe 60-second uh, uh, yeah. ad, but mm-hmm. outside of that, no. Uh, and I think I did that, too. That's kind of Nice. It was impressive. I've noticed some of the footage that I have seen so far on television of the... 300 plus protesters that are spreading the propaganda for Hamas in the capital. The shots I continue to see are shots of people just peacefully standing around. I, like many of you, have seen cell phone footage of some of those protesters grappling with, physically fighting with law enforcement. But that doesn't seem to be making it on television quite so much. So I just got off of Reuters Connect, which is our our agency that we use for right. photography for mm-hmm. the station. And I was looking up photos of this to put on our on our website, and they have been trying to minimize the size of the crowd. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right, make not, it look like it's yeah, oh, it's just a couple yes, people. Because I'm telling you right now, what their whole effort and goal is to make sure people don't mistakenly think this has any sort of comparative value to January 6th. Yep. Because they know that because they know that they have been full bore throw uh, these Trump supporters in prison for decades for what they did and they they know the hypocrisy that you know I mean at least again the Trump supporters uh, that they were there because they were wanting what they felt were was an argument for free elections and, and fair elections. Even people who hate Trump acknowledge that they were there for that reason. Now, they say they were brainwashed into believing it. That opposed to yesterday's occupiers of the Capitol who were there acting on behalf of Hamas, calling for a ceasefire. And they, they recognize the left and the media that... You know, going to make them that they're going to be called out for wanting Americans who 
illegally trespassed into the Capitol and some that that physically fought law enforcement, some that committed acts of vandalism, all things that happened yesterday, that it they're, they're going to be called out for supporting the imprisonment of Trump supporters for doing it, but Hamas supporters, not so much. And so they're going to do everything to minimize it, to make it look like this wasn't nearly as bad. Forget the fact that they're there on behalf, whether they want to admit it or not, of terrorists. It's still not nearly as bad as what Trump supporters did. And so you're not any pictures that you see for the mo- in the mainstream media anyhow. It's just going to be peaceful protesters, as Sarah noted. The photos are going to try and diminish the scope of individuals that were there to make it seem less like they were overrunning things. Um, when in fact they did interrupt, some of them interrupted screaming, yelling, had to be drug out of hearings that were occurring yesterday, interrupting government, trying to do its function. They were blocking off elevators, escape routes. They were physically fighting with law enforcement at times. They were committing acts of vandalism, all the same. But the difference, of course, is, see, and this is the sick reality of it to them the purpose of being there to support trump for january 6th sixers was a much 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 greater sin than being there in order to support hamas and terrorism that's their mindset now they may say if confronted with that reality that of course that's not true but look at how look words are cheap actions are what matter and look at their approach, their portrayal, and look at how it is that they are going to uh, treat the Hamas supporters versus the Trump supporters. I mean, we knew it was bad when we recognized there was a dual justice system in this country in which Democrats could get away with things or supporters of Democrats got away with things that Republicans could not. But it has gotten so bad that we are going to see people who are actively supporting terrorists, people who are actively violating the law in order to support Hamas are going to be treated kinder than Trump supporters are in this country. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey everyone, it's Sarah Myers. Hey, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Beatles property maintenance. Random now. noise Thursday. Yep, that's it. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. <laughs> God, we're on one, aren't we? (laughs) Okay, Beatles property maintenance. Uh, So it's not every day that you have a home repair or maintenance that pops up, but whenever something does, it's good to know a company that is going to be in your corner for you. Now, I love to recommend Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team because they are just overall, they're just good people. They're right here in our community. They're local. Whenever you call them, you are not talking to somebody uh, from a foreign country. You're not waiting on hold for 45 minutes. No, you're actually talking to somebody right here in Springfield, Missouri. And the best part about Beatles property maintenance is they do a variety of home repairs and maintenance. They do everything from crawl space repairs, vapor barrier installs, some pump installs, even kitchen and bathroom remodels. So they do it all. So whenever an unexpected home repair pops up, you can trust in Beatles Property Maintenance. You can give Bruce and his team a call today and you can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. I know and I appreciate uh, your patience. Those of you who are listening to the first part of the show, we were having technical difficulties that did not allow us to run some of the messages from our local 
uh, advertisers in particular. And so I want to go ahead and, and jump to that again, and specifically because they are our local advertisers. And, and you know, they, they are the ones who help keep us on the air. So it is important and they are part of, of uh, the station and keeping us on air for you. And so, um, um, you know, I want to go ahead and get those in so we can serve them just as we serve you. Uh, we do have Christy Fulnecki in the upcoming hour. I'm Nick Lee. <laughs> 